Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Cornerstone Christian Church of God podcast, where we are devoted to bringing restoration and transformation to all. To stay connected and find out more about what God is doing in His church, please visit our website, cccghq.org. Thank you so much, and we hope you are blessed by this message. Sabbath rests. Sabbath rests. Have you seen people being lifted? And as they are being lifted, their, their hair went from black to gray or to white. Have you seen people that have been lifted and they went from smiling all the time to frowning all the time? Because now the weight of the blessing is too much. What they are missing is Sabbath rest. Do you know that God is so particular about rest that he made it a commandment. You must rest by force. It is so important that he said the Sabbath day must be a holy day. Not because they are doing evangelism or anything spiritual, but he said rest is a spiritual. And we can be so caught up with pursuing after material things. Look at the testimony we, 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 we read and heard. I think in the third service. 2019 was chasing after money and six figures and all that. Beyond yet, burnout was chasing after him. And the money came, but there was no peace and enjoyment to enjoy the money. And then the same money that came went back down. It's not about the blessing. It is the version of you and I that attains to the blessing that matters. Sabbath rest is a very, it's not a suggestion, it's an instruction. It's not a suggestion, it's an instruction. We are not meant to... Instruction. Look at what the Bible said in Exodus chapter 16 and verse 21. Exodus 16 and verse 21. We've read many things about Sabbath rest. By the help of the Holy Spirit, we'll bring it all together today. And then we'll continue to move now. It's up to you now whether you rest or not. That ball is now in your court. So they counted, so they gathered it every morning, every man according to his need. And when the sun became hot, it melted. That in itself is a message. And so it was on the sixth day that they gathered twice as much bread. Two old omers for each one, and all the rulers of the congregation came and told Moses. Then he said to them, this is what the Lord has said. Tomorrow is a Sabbath rest, a holy Sabbath to the Lord. Bake what you will bake today and boil what you will boil and lay up for yourselves all that remains to be kept until morning. So they laid it up till morning as Moses commanded and it did not stink nor were there any worms in it. Then Moses said, eat that today for today is a Sabbath to the Lord. So you're resting is pleasing to the Lord. So I will purposely make sure you don't find anything in the field because you should be resting. Verse 26, please. Let's go. Six days you shall gather it, but on the seventh day, the Sabbath, there will be none. We are praying for people, some people to get breakthrough. But the reality is, they might actually be in their first Sabbath rest. Where no breakthrough is permitted because they must rest. Imagine if any of those people came to meet you, an anointed man or woman of God, pray for me. I went to the field, I didn't catch anything, pray for me, pray for me. And the Lord is saying, no, 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 don't pray, don't pray. The prayer should be go and rest. Go and rest. Now it happened that some still went out. You find those types of people. 
The Lord said, don't go out. But they still went out on the seventh day. But they found nothing. When you need a job, and you apply, 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 you get to a point where everything on Indeed, you have seen it. I know this one I applied, this one I applied, you've not gotten back to me, may the Lord judge you. This one I applied, this one I applied. But what, what else will you do but to go and rest? No, 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 what else will you do? Manufacture the jobs? I mean, if the Lord gives you a business idea, good. But what else will you do but to go and rest? I've done what I can do. Will I kill myself? No. Do you know how much the U.S. is owing? Do you know who they are owing the most? Yeah, that's the... the, the... Please go and rest. $31 trillion. The last time I checked. Why am I checking? I don't know. I'm not an American. <laughs> the last time I checked, $31 trillion. They are approaching the debt ceiling again. And they'll keep raising it and raising it and raising it till we all go to heaven. And the Lord said to Moses, how long do you refuse to keep my commandments and my laws? Why? Because he was taking rest. Very important. See, for the Lord has given you the Sabbath. I want you to rest. I want you to rest. Don't give yourself work to do on the day of rest. Let every man remain in his place. Let no man go out of his place on the seventh day. So the people rested on the seventh day. Now, we are no longer in the Old Testament. Rest is no longer a day. There's no longer a day of rest. We are not following this, the new, the Old Testament injunctions anymore. We have moved past that by the help of the Holy Spirit. Moved past that spirit and by Christ coming to die. But look at Hebrews chapter 4 verse 1 to 9. He says, therefore, since a promise remains of entering this rest, let us fear lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. But the word which they heard did not profit them, nor being mixed, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. For we who have believed do enter that rest. So faith gets us into rest. Faith, you believe, you get into rest. Oh, this child, what's going to happen to this child? You are not resting. You're anxious. Anxiety means lack of rest. You get into faith, then you rest. Before you see a fulfillment, you're already resting. You're already resting. You're already in a place of rest. So faith takes us into rest. A few years ago, I realized by revelation that the more my faith, the more the peace I enjoy. The more the faith I have, the more the peace I enjoy. When others are clamoring and saying there are issues everywhere, but the, the peace. I remember many years ago as, a, as an independent contractor, I was working for one of the municipal organizations, and a particular lady came on board, you know, became the boss in that department, and she began to threaten to fire people, contractors, and she began to fire them. We went from hundreds to, 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 to tens. Ah, people were, people were afraid and stressed out. People used to crack the jokes then. Anytime you show up at work and your, and your card still works, oh, that day is a good day. And then I went to the Lord in prayer. I said, Lord, I, I, don't want, I don't like stress. If it's time for me to leave here, tell me. Let me just look for something else. And the Lord gave me a word. He said, change is always constant. And with every change, there will be winners and losers. But relax, you will always win. And I have not asked you to leave. Stay there. And within a few weeks, the lady that was firing people herself got fired. Only God can fire the firer. Faith leads us to a place of rest. Tell your neighbor, faith leads us to a place of rest. So many people have spoken about different aspects of Sabbath rest according to scripture. So I'm just filling in the blind spots. So we can get a full picture by the help of the Holy Spirit. As you grow in faith, you realize you are at rest. In the midst of challenges, you are at rest. People are stressed, but you are at rest. 
People are, 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 are down, but you are up because faith has lifted you up and there's no stress. Why will I be stressed now about Friday? Oh, come and see miracles. What if there are no miracles? How can there not be miracles? Even a service that is not called, come and see miracles. Miracles happen. And suddenly that anxiety goes back to hell. Because the devil will offer you things and see if you want to, if you want to eat it or not. No, keep quiet. You're a liar from the beginning to the end. Every service is a miracle. Then how about the one where the Lord himself said, come and see miracles. I choose to believe God. Watch. And the voice goes away. And I'm in rest. I'm at rest. May you not lose your rest in the name of Jesus. Any area of anxiety is evidence that you don't have faith in that area. Oh, the interest rates are going up. Interest rates are going up. And your blood pressure is going up with the interest rates. It means that there is not much faith with regards to finances. So you know what to work on. I need to build my faith. Can get Pastor Emmanuel's declare album and focus. Oh, that's me. And, and, and focus on the, on, the, on the track about divine wealth and begin to make your declarations. Begin to go through scriptures. I must build my faith with regards to prosperity. Because anytime you get a phone call from back home, wherever back home is for you, your, your heart just begins to beat multiple times. Because you're thinking, oh, I'm going to spend money again. It means money is a problem. Now, let's get into other practical things. Matthew chapter 11 and verse 28. Matthew eleven twenty-eight to 20. Please pay attention. The Bible says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. So Jesus can give us Sabbath rest. How will you know you are heavy laden? You might feel it physically. You might feel it mentally. You are clouded mentally. You are physically stressed. It means that you are you are you need rest. You can come to him. How do we come to him? Through prayer. Oh Lord Jesus, money is causing me stress. Jesus, this relationship is causing me stress. Jesus, this child is causing stress. Jesus, this job is causing stress. That is what it means. Come to me. Verse 28. All ye that labor and are heavy laden, come to me in prayer. Come to me in prayer. Come to me in prayer and I will give you rest. Don't worry about things we ought to be praying about. I will give you rest. Lord, my finances are not adding up. I need help. I will give you rest. So we can take practical steps. Maybe physically you're not at rest. You can take it to him in prayer. What's an example of the body not being at rest? Headache. Some people, every day they must have headaches. Every day. That is not normal. Your body is not at rest. Every day, you can be rested in your, in your, in your body. The pains are gone. The aches are gone. Jesus, I need rest in my body. I need rest in my body. Verse 29, please. Take upon me, take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart. Then you find rest for your souls. So which means the body can find rest separate from the spirit, separate from the soul. Some people have rest in their soul but no rest in their body. Some have rest in their body but no rest in their soul. The mind is all over the place. Someone said to me after one of our night prayers a few years ago, 
The Saturday, oh my goodness, wow. Everything is just so quiet now. I said, what do you mean quiet? He said, no thoughts in my mind. Everything is quiet. I said, that's the way it's supposed to be. He said, no, that, that, no, that's not the way it has been for me. From the moment I wake up, it's one thought after another. It's like you're chasing rats. One thought after. I said, oh my goodness. But now everything is just peaceful. That is rest in the mind. Let me tell you right now, in the name of Jesus, you're here, there's no rest in your mind. I command peace into your mind in the name of Jesus. Peace in your mind in the name of Jesus. You have solved the problem, but the problem keeps following you everywhere, 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 everywhere. That is lack of peace in the mind. No rest. You find rest. He says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. There are events that take place in our lives that would make us to seek the God of peace. When Russia invaded Ukraine, for example, it seemed like the whole world was upside down. Many people were concerned, and rightfully so. This is a nuclear-powered nation. In fact, with the most nuclear stockpiles in the whole world. A Chinese diplomat said yesterday that, you know, the strange thing about this war is Russia cannot lose and they cannot win. Go and, go and decrypt that statement. They cannot lose. A nuclear-powered nation cannot lose a fight. But also the West will not allow them win. So what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? Okay, let's remove Putin. But still, don't they have a succession plan? What does that mean? Most Russians support the war. What does that mean? Lord, these, these are burdens. These are burdens that we must take to the Lord. If that is causing you stress. So our prayer lives can be a place of exchange. Of burdens for rest. I give you the burden and I take rest. How will you know you have prayed acceptably? You are now at rest. If you are not yet at rest, your prayer is not yet over. Your prayer is not yet over until you have rest. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6. Be anxious for nothing. How? But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. We take it to him. Lord, this is causing me stress. I need help. I need help. I need help. I need help. God hears your prayer. He hears your prayer. Even though it tarries, the Bible says, wait for it. Keep on praying until you receive. The Bible says, ask that until your joy is full. Let's not get tired in the place of asking God. Lord, this thing is causing me stress. And as you're praying, listen for instructions. Because sometimes we use our own hands to invite stress into our lives. There are some relationships that it comes with a baggage of stress. And you are praying and God is telling you, separate from this person. So long as you are with them, stress will always be your portion. Can I hear believing? Amen. amen. Now, there are, according to scripture, predefined times where, where rest must be taken. Now, I mean physical rest must be taken. There are some predefined times where rest must be taken. When I began my journey consciously in walking in divine health, I first thought that I can do anything I want to do and just use the power of God to establish and enforce divine health. 
shall not get rest out. Eat whatever I want to eat and, you know, not dress properly. And, and a few other things. And just expect that, no, I have the power of God. I can never be sick. So, sickness, go. It kept going, going, going. I guess God was just helping me with my faith. But after a while, I said, go. It did not go. I said, go. It will not go. You stay there and get worse. And then the Lord taught me and said, if you are breaking my own principles, you can't use my power to break my principles. Can't use my power to break my principles. So what do you mean? He said, you cannot use my power to break my principles. Follow my principles. Follow my instructions. You find some people today, the nature of their diet can even kill an animal. If an animal eats what some of us are eating regularly, the, the animal will die of heart attack. Call it fast food. You will die. Amen. Yes, we're eating it, eating it. I was saying, God, heal me. Heal me. Oh God, I don't know what I've done. I've been praying. I have faith. God is not doing anything. Perhaps it's because we are breaking his principles. So he began to show me. You need to adjust. Adjust here. Stop eating this. Stop eating that. Remove yourself from here. Now, when last have I had rice now? Only Jesus knows. Yet I was born with rice in my mouth. <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> Where I'm from, we have rice in different shades. <laughs> Amen. From the very, very, very yellow, we call it jollof rice. So fried rice is, is sort of, you know, depending on the quality, the skill of the person that cooked it. You can tell the color. All kinds of shades. Yet to say, remove yourself from here. This oil, remove it. This sugar, remove it. This one, remove it. Remove that. And I looked and said, what else would I eat? But yet, the Israelites ate manna for years. All that, we were not created to eat food. We were created for a purpose. Food must not be an event. Eating should not be an event. We eat to stay alive. Not, oof, this is time to eat. It's not an event. <laughs> Amen. Glory to Jesus. That is somebody's word. You can go home now. Eating is not an event. We eat to stay alive. So we must follow his principles in order to enjoy rest. So there are some times where rest is important. We must take rest. Number one, after a stressful event or project, we must rest. After a stressful event or project, we must rest. Mark chapter 6 verse 30. Then the apostles gathered to Jesus and told him all things, both what they had done and what they had taught. And look at what he said to them. Come aside by yourselves to a deserted place and rest for a while. You know something about the anointing for those that have it? When the anointing is flowing, you will not think you need any rest. The anointing will make you feel like you're a super human. You know, like when you're high on coffee or Red Bull, if you take Red Bull, it's bad, by the way, for you. Uh, you feel high, but you just crash because it's still power. The anointing is just, it's power. So I can imagine when Jesus told them rest, I'm sure they were thinking, ah, Jesus' grace reduced. Like, we still have power. We can even go to other cities. Let's go and lay hands. Let's go and preach. They said, no, no, no. This is not a hundred meter dash. You want to survive. You need to rest. Because they've not even had time to eat. When you're high, you not think you need food. There's time to fast and there's time to eat. There's time to fast and there's time to eat. I don't mean spiritual food, the word. I mean eat natural human being food. There's time for everything. And please, I beg you in the name of Jesus, please eat healthy foods. Don't avoid the organic aisle. That is where you are meant to be. That's your destiny. 
We buy expensive shoes, we buy clothes, we buy. Yes, we avoid the organic aisle. I see it's too expensive. If we don't buy them, who should be buying it? We are the temple of the living God. Our body, the temple of Jesus, deserves the best if you can afford it. Sometimes the difference is not really that much. And let the Lord give us the grace financially. Take care of your body. It's very important. Instead of a lot of the juices many people buy, just the water is enough. Water is good. and Some other things, but water is good. And use the extra to buy healthy organic food that you, you eat, your body will be telling you thank you. Finally, you are taking care of me well. Thank you. Come aside. So after a stressful event or project, we must rest. Number two, after an emotionally draining event, like the loss of a loved one, we must rest. We must rest. Matthew chapter 14, verse 12. Then his disciples came and took away the body and buried it and went and told Jesus, that was the body of John. When Jesus heard it, he departed from there by boat to a deserted place by himself. But the multitudes followed him, a.k.a. work followed him. You have vacation hours, but work is following you. Those are the multitudes. They are following you everywhere. If you go on vacation, the company will not close down. Do you realize that this story is the same as Mark chapter 6 we just read? It's the same, just different perspectives. Jesus needed rest because his cousin just died. His disciples also came from ministration. I can assure you, perhaps that's why Jesus did not even follow them there. So Jesus needed to rest. The disciples also needed to rest. Rest does not show that you are weak. It also means, you see, as we're preaching, I'm preaching to you, I'm preaching to me. We are, we are eating the same food. So say, Pastor, rest is good. So you've said it to me, I say to you too, rest is good. So we rest. Some people have massage in their plan, in their benefits, they've never used it. It's almost as if you know, massage the foreign agent. You just avoid it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So when we have gone through an emotionally tasking uh, event, we need to take time to rest. You've lost a loved one. Don't just keep on going, 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 going. And trying to distract yourself. you pay the price later. Ah, you pay the price. You pay the price. You pay the price. Oh, I just want to distract myself and get things done. You pay a heavy price later. Now, what is rest? There's rest by faith. Now, let's look at the, 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 the natural kind of rest. Number one is sleep. Please repeat after me, sleep. 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 Some people are different. We are all at different stages. There are some people, you see, the amount of sleep you actually need is what you get when you are, after you are woken up without an alarm. Now, that's very dangerous to say to some people, don't let any kids. <laughs> Pastor, I didn't use an alarm. This, this was the rest I needed in order to stay alive. This is not for children. This is for adults. The amount of rest your body actually needs is what you get. Some people, after two hours, your body has woken up. It's like, he said, I'm ready to go. Don't force it to go back to sleep. We are all different people. It is why I don't like all this one size fits fit all thing. Oh, you know, eight hours of sleep. No, 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 no. Some people, if you give them eight hours of sleep, you have tortured them. It's torture. It's torture. Your body has gotten up. I'm, I'm, I'm sure some of us have experienced this. You sleep more than what is necessary. Your body becomes 
heavy and you're just, now you're feeling tired just by remaining in the bed. So you get up. So sleep is one very important thing. In fact, science tells us that the more you rest, the better your memory is. Because things go from short-term memory to long-term memory while we are resting. While we are resting. And there are many things we can do to enhance the quality of our sleep. There are many things we can do to what? Enhance the quality of our sleep. Number one, try to put your cell phones aside. Try. Try. If you're an emergency worker like me, it might be hard. But try. She said, Amen. Try. Try. Put it aside. Number two, the lighting where you are can affect the quality of your sleep. The lighting where we are can affect the quality of our sleep. Number three, the time when we eat can affect the quality of our sleep. It is recommended. Seven, eight, if you can, stop eating heavy things. Things like coffee should have ended, except if you're not planning to sleep. So the body can begin to prepare like a plane taking off, prepare to rest. If you can, remove television from your bedroom. Your bedroom, 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 room for bed, bedroom, sleep. (laughs) It's not television room. So when you get into your room, if you can, if you can, your body already knows I am here to sleep. This is the time to sleep. And of course, the, the, I've said the lighting. So if you can shut out light from outside as much as possible, it will help. So we get good, they call it REM sleep. We get good REM, we can sleep deeply and sleep well. Now, the Holy Ghost can help. Jesus, when he was in the midst of the storm, he slept deep sleep. While they were screaming, oh, we're going to die. He didn't wake up. Ah, he wasn't snoring. Jesus cannot be snoring. But he was sleeping. They had to come wake him up before he got up. And something else that can help us with sleeping properly is showers or water. Either water you drink or water you put on your body. Are we together? Physical sleep. Oh, it's fantastic. But they say rest is sweet after labor. If you don't work, um, I, I don't mean a job, because some people have a job, but they are not working. And some people don't have a job, but they're actually working more than those that have a job. So I'm not saying about a job. No, 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 no. I'm saying if you don't add, if you're not adding value in the course of the day, it will be difficult to sleep. Make up your mind. I'm going to get good rests. Can I hear a believing amen? So on the physical end, other than rest for the body, then rest means restful activities. Restful activities. Some people experience a scenario where they get some messages. They want to reply, but they don't even have the energy to reply. Your body, your mind, your soul is telling you that you don't have enough fuel to deal with this situation. So that is not a restful activity. Leave it alone. So my question to us is this. We teach this in the basic leadership class, no advanced, when we talk about avoiding burnout. And for those in the advanced class, that class is tomorrow. So it's family day, but it is also advanced leadership class day. It's 8 to 10. You'd have had your family day breakfast in the morning. Praise Jesus. So we'll talk about that in detail. But you need to understand what activity puts me in a state of rest. For me, teaching does that for me. For me, teaching is not a stressful activity. It rejuvenates me. Keeps me sharp, alive, excited. You'll find out what yours is. 
At some point, it was tennis, but I didn't find any good tennis player, so. <laughs> so I had to drop that. I've avoided it now for about three seasons. <laughs> I think three or four years. You find what rest is for you, what activities. For some people, it's painting. They are not good painters, but just the, the act of painting makes them feel refreshed and relaxed. Some people, it's engaging in conversations with certain people. Some people, is listening to Pastor E's messages. He puts them in at rest. Say amen. Like you it. <laughs> but, but seriously, find your activity that brings rest. If traveling, if you think traveling is what brings rest to you, that's a lie. That's just something you've told yourself. Just to make yourself, you know, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> ah, Pastor, I don't agree with you on that one. You don't have to agree. But it's the truth. You see, moving, motion can be what brings you rest. So maybe you like to drive. As you drive, you feel rested. It's the motion. It's not necessarily going on vacation. Is the motion of it. So you can be driving around Edmonton and be rested and come back home. Wow, I just came from Bahamas. <laughs> but, but jokes apart. Number four or number five? Number what? I was testing if you're right. Whatever number you're on. Another thing that brings us rest is changing our environment. This is the aspect perhaps that makes vacation seem restful. Just changing your normal routine can bring about rest. And finally, I hope nobody's in this category. Shopping can give some people rest. Just make sure the money you are spending is yours. Otherwise, the rest will be short-lived. <laughs> when the bills come, the rest will disappear and anxiety will increase. <laughs> but the truth is, acquiring things can give rest. And I realized that. There was a day I was in my office, I was just doing what I was doing, just like a robot. A joyful, happy, excited robot. And the Lord said, okay, okay, stop working. Go to the mall and buy shoes for yourself. I said, why don't you go and buy shoes for yourself? So, okay, let's go. Went there and picked up a few nice shoes that I could afford. And came back and actually felt rested. <laughs> actually felt rested. Just Maybe it's the driving. Maybe it's the change of scenery. Maybe it's the change of whatever. But he said, go. And I did. And I came back feeling refreshed and continued on work with double productivity. So you say, Pastor Rest, Pastor Rest, take me shopping. It will help me rest. <laughs> I don't have time for that. So, so, so there are different things that we can do to put us in a restful state. Now, I want to round up with this. There is the people side of rest that I don't want us to ignore. There are people that we engage with that can rob us of rest as quickly as possible. There are people. There are people that are embodiments of stress. Thinking about them alone brings stress. When they begin to talk, is stress. Every problem that accumulates to them like a magnet and they just share it with you. You came happy, you, you have to battle to stay happy. We need to identify such people and help them by giving them space. Now, I say help them first because some of them might not know that that is their nature. 
Are we together? Some might not know that that is their nature. But I tell you, the productivity that comes from being rested is worth the rest. The productivity that comes from being well rested is worth the rest. I force people around me that come to go and rest. I force them. Because I have the power to. I force them. Go on vacation. Go, go, go. Just don't overdo it. Because you can tell when you begin to face diminishing returns. Where your presence is causing us stress. So you say, just go away because you've been here. It's not adding any value. You're just, you're just touchy. You're just angry. You're just, it means, please go and rest and come back refreshed. Please listen to this. If you don't believe this, it will be hard to leave things alone and step away. If you have systems in place, you can go and rest as often as is necessary. Number two, life will go on. God forbid the person dies. Life will still go on. Nothing will stop in most cases. How many people agree with that? Oh, yes. Oh, we can't do without you. Mm, That's half truth. Half truth. Half truth. In most cases. Half truth. People will still find a way to move on. Maybe not in the best way optimal possible. Maybe not in an optimal manner, but people will still move forward. So it is humility actually to take time off to rest. It's humility. Because you're saying, I am not God. It is only God that cannot go and rest. Because we need him every single day. Even the sun rests while we are sleeping. And comes back up again refreshed in the morning. Rest. 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 So when your mind is saying, keep on doing, keep on doing. you Please make sure. The only way you take advantage of these four messages. You see, if you get burnt out this year, uh, it will be very unfortunate. After four powerful doses of Sabbath rest, it will be very unfortunate. I advise some people, and I'm saying this openly, you need to pre-plan your retreats. If you can, pre-plan it. This quarter, this next quarter, this ne- you put it You put a line in the sand. You draw it there. You put an anchor there. This time I am going to rest. Regardless of what is happening. If the president of the United States can go and rest in Camp David. While the world is the way it is. Yes, he's an old man. But still, anybody else should be able to take time out to rest. And anything that was done. rest. So what you're building, you can be alive to enjoy it. (laughs) There are some things that sometimes age does not allow us to know. It is only wisdom from experience. Many times young people don't understand rest. They might understand inactivity and laziness. But that's different from rest. Understand, but but some, not all, some elders understand rest. They say, no, 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 no. There are times where you have to stop, park your car somewhere. Didn't you read in a deserted place? But there's no deserted place in Edmonton. (laughs) So this is the part that I'm on now. I'm being very transparent. This is the part. This is the part. And we'll keep, the Lord will keep helping us. And helping us. And helping us. So a few days this week now, go to a deserted place. It's helping us. By the help of, so if you don't hear from me, I'm still alive and well. We're just going to Sabbath rest part five. <laughs> Amen. But at the end of the day, you come out strengthened. So make up your mind. This year, I'll be taking time to rest. 
From this time, I'm not taking calls anymore. Till this time, I'll sleep. Put my phone on silent. Silence. Why should your phone be ringing in the middle of the night? You're not, you're not a firefighter. You're not an emergency worker. What's your problem? Interrupting your rest. This text message, you come, you wake up. This notification from Instagram, they someone just liked your picture. You wake up. How, how will you how will you waste the rest? And you come and you're stressing everybody because you're just uh, cranky. It's not our fault that you did not sleep. Make those adjustments. So as God is blessing you with more things, you can be alive to enjoy it. Alive to enjoy it. Alive to enjoy the blessings of God. So I have an agreement with the Lord. He said to me a few years ago, if you rebuke anything, your body doesn't go. That is me telling you, you need to go and sleep. I'm mandating you to go and sleep. So when all this happened, I spoke to my spiritual dad and he said, you know, I've realized for myself, when I realize my voice is about to leave, I just stop everything and go and rest. I said, oh, I didn't get that memo before. Because we have to be learning every day. We have to be learning every day. We have to be learning and growing. You don't think so highly of a person that keeps making the same mistakes over and over and over and over again. Lost the voice in January. Lost it in February. Lost it in March. Lost it in April. You can predict what will happen in May. And June, July, August, September, October, November, December. And start again in January. So let's take what we have learned. Let us put it to practice. I will rest don't scroll at night watching unnecessary things. I will rest. Put it, but I'm not feeling sleepy. Put your phone aside and you sleep. You sleep. You sleep. And rest. And rest. Now, don't get me wrong. There are times where the Lord requires our attention. Because sleep should not be a God over us. But, but, but there are times and seasons. And count how many times I sleep on the bed at night in a week. But yet, there are times and seasons. There's a time when, okay, that time of, of all that warfare, even God rested on the seventh day. You fought battles, you've won. Now go and rest. And come back again to the battlefield and to keep fighting. Nobody will be burnt out this year in the name of Jesus. I said finally before, but I'll say finally, finally now. We are blessed as a ministry to be a people, you know, most of us are at the early stages of our careers. We are, we're moving forward, we're upwardly mobile and all those wonderful things. Some living, you know, graduating from school, getting into the job market and so things will get busier and busier and busier. Families being started and, you know, many hookups happening and all those wonderful things. One of the things that will keep causing stress is when we keep holding on to activities we ought to have let go of. Now that life is getting busier. It is good to be doing certain things. But now you have a family. Now you have more responsibilities in the house of the Lord. Now you have this, now you have that. You need to keep taking an inventory of the things taking your time. You need to save and adjust your commitments. Because that also can lead to stress. Involved here, volunteer here, volunteer there. Are you? What, what are you? You can't do every single thing. You need to play your part and others too will play their own part. You will never see me in any association meeting, for example. Not because it's bad. For some people it's bad, but, you know, but I just don't have the time in my schedule. I cannot accommodate that. And I've come to that conclusion. With the responsibilities I have, I can't take on, take that on. An organization came to me. I, I was, I'm really passionate about what they are passionate about. I said, we want to make you a board member. And I said, ah, no, 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 it's not going to work. 
I can support you in whatever way, but I, I can't. Say, no, you have to do much. Ah, the more reason why I won't. Because when they start to say, you don't do much, just one meeting. One meeting will turn to three meetings, and then five meetings, and now you're left carrying the bag. I said, no, 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 I'm so sorry, please. I, I can't. Oh, she was insisting. I said, okay, check back with me in six months. She checked back, the email is there on red. Because I, I, just, I just can't. The time I should be praying and studying the word, I can't be using it to be chasing certain things. So check your commitments. Check your commitments. You're no more in school. Some things must get, fall off your responsibilities. You're no more in school. You're working now. More responsibilities. You want to do more for God. So check your commitments. Can I hear you believing? Amen. Let me hear you say, I would not be stressed. I will not be burnt out. Even though I'll be burning for Christ. In the name of Jesus. Please jump up on your feet. I shall hallelujah. Thank you for taking the time to listen and receive the fresh word of God. Before you leave, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not born again, I, Pastor Ibukun Adewusi, would love to pray with you. If you're ready to give your life to Christ right now, please say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe you are the Son of God. And I believe you died for me on the cross of Calvary. I know I am a sinner. And today I come to you to forgive me of all my sins. And to make me a brand new creation. I accept you. As my personal Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me and making me born again. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Congratulations, you are now born again. Please reach out to us on cccghq.org slash save and fill out the form completely so that we can send you wonderful materials to help you grow on your new walk with Christ. Congratulations once again. We love you and God bless you.